everybody. Welcome to Table Talk. I'm Jared. I'm Devin. And I'm Wit. Nasty money, huh? Nasty money. Mm -hmm. I loved it. I thought it was a great one. I'm going to come out and say, I think that's our best arc. Really? Top to bottom, like, it was fun to play. Mm -hmm. Love the narrator arc. Yeah, we really went out there. Yeah, the narrator stuff was super fun. And we had uh, Bill from Escape This Podcast, and he did an awesome job. As Diesel Donk. And what you came up with Diesel Donk, the name, right? (laughs) Sure. Maybe. I think so. I I was curious (laughs) if you knew where that came from, but... I have no idea. I feel like you said Diesel Donk with two Ks. Yeah, I did say that. Definitely. (laughs) I guess we should record all the brainstorming. I mean, that's such a, like, my brain is on fire after all those things. I don't remember. I just kind of black out. (laughs) Well, what else about the arc? Give me all your opinions. We haven't really talked about it. Um... I, like I said, I really liked the action stuff. I thought that was really funny. Like, we had the two big epic with the Roman candle fights. I thought both those episodes were really funny because it can devolve really easily when it's just guys shooting at each other and rolling dice. Sure. But I think everybody did a good job of, like, keeping it funny, like, in the ways that we would kill these people. I like when there are, like, consequences for the characters, sort of, stuff that come, carries over to the next arc. Yeah. I mean, we haven't really done that, but we really could have. It just... What we did with, like, Dandridge, and it was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Dandridge? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And that was really great. That was, like, the best Dandridge moment. <laughs> yeah, I loved that. That was great. <laughs> Which one? Uh, just where he, like, got leg injured, oh, and yeah. it worked out in his favor. Yeah, he got he got shot in the stomach, and then they had to, like, perform surgery on his legs <laughs> and lengthen his legs as part of it. <laughs> Just so he woke up like extra tall to remove any doubt that he was taller than you and did not need to wear lifts. Yeah. What else? Um, uh, yeah. The narrator stuff was awesome. The, um, I, I still think it's funny and thank God that you can edit it so well. But like when we were asking the banker questions and just couldn't think of anything besides like, who's the chairman lady? <laughs> oh, but a lot of that's still in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, but, you... but just enough. But like there was like at least another 40 minutes of like well, going nowhere. It wasn't really that much more. I put the rest of it on Patreon. Oh, yeah. You just really like talked about barbecue a lot. But uh, but yeah, but I think that's really funny. Like. Like, just like when these guys are stupid and bad at fighting. Like, that's way funnier. So, it's mm-hmm. funnier when they're shitty cops and not good at investigating. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but still, like, little kids that want to win. Well, we get by on charm. Right. <laughs> charm and uh, plus four martial arts. I liked Big Dips. Yeah, Big Dip was always too. awesome. Yeah, I like the shootout from the beginning, too. Like, in the... I, I, I feel like I could see it in my mind. Like, police <laughs> helicopter and the spotlight and all that. It was just like... It, I loved that. Yeah, great. Great cold open. I like all the trucker flavor stuff. I like where this episode left off. Right. Oh, it yeah. It was a downer. And, like, the tease. Yeah. Yeah. The first downer. Like, well, what did you guys think about that? Because I mean, that was a question for me is, were you guys expecting some sort of twist or reveal at the end? Um, yeah. I, but I didn't th- think that. I definitely, I, I wasn't. I don't know. Yeah. I thought the captain was the bad guy. I had this whole conspiracy worked out in my head. And then Aldo Jones was going to be her guy. And I mean, there was a point playing out. the episode where, like, like... I knew somebody that guys, we knew was a bad person. You guys thought it was Dandridge. That's, like, pretty obvious, I think, listening to it. I definitely mm-hmm. did. Yeah. Just because he's, like, the funniest character and he's kind of, that, like... That'd be a hell of a twist. And he'd be a formidable He's always opponent. so affable <laughs> or whatever, you know? Right. I like all the anagram stuff that I, like, totally didn't get. Yeah, I was glad you guys didn't get that. <laughs> I think it's funny that I... 
kind of tried to and just failed really I know, miserably I know. When it. you were doing that, <laughs> when you were doing that, and because that was in Steel vs. Spoon, I was like, oh my God, is he figuring it out? <laughs> I felt nope. so felt so dumb Like when we got to the, um, the treasury and the uh, guy we met there was like, who? Oh, yeah. You know? And I was like, oh, okay, this is a story thing. Yeah, I wonder if you guys have guessed it how much different it would have been. I don't know. Yeah, wouldn't really change anything. We just know that he's still alive. Yeah, I don't know if you guys would have like given up on delivering the gold or still wanted to deliver the gold or I don't know. <laughs> right, that's a good or, question. Or if you had wanted to leave DFW. I think that worked out really well. The idea that Jonas Del Rio would like fake his own death so you guys wouldn't be suspecting him. But I always talked about him. I always had the mayor talk about how much he like was responsible for everything and how bad things are going now that he was gone. Yeah. Everything with Phoenix Consulting, which was ran by him. And that their slogan was even, I am alive. <laughs> um, <laughs> no podium bomb can stop me. Yeah. Huh. It's a yeah. weird slogan. I guess it's some Greek thing. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. Uh, what is martial law? I've, you know, I've heard it a million times and I know it's bad, but like, what does that mean when a city declares martial law? Um, you know, that's a really good question. Cause just thinking about it, I think it's like basically saying like your civil liberties are temporarily curtailed and oh, the military rules. In, yeah. I, I always thought it just meant like now everyone's a marshal. So like fend for yourself. Oh, oh. So it's just chaos. It's the wild west now. Yeah. Or that Milit everybody was suddenly really good at karate. Military government involving the suspension of ordinary law. Yeah, so it's like an emergency. It sounds really thing. gray. <laughs> it sounds yeah. conveniently gray. I think, yeah, basically martial law is whatever the people doing it to you tell you what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's basically, it's the guys with the tanks, right? Yeah. It's the guys with the big tanks. Yeah. It is the those, guys with the tanks. Those yeah. are the guys that and you're uh, like, declare martial law. And you're like, I guess it didn't really matter that I kept my guns. <laughs> they have tanks. They have tanks. Man, I guess I'm a real fucking idiot. <laughs> Man, they have tanks and helicopters and jet planes. Jesus. <laughs> good thing I have this big clip. Yeah, good thing I have my modded AK-47. <laughs> is the next arc going to be like, we're playing Akari Warriors? Is it we're, going to be like Kip and Trevor are Akari Warriors? Where you're just running around gunning people down? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, well, the next arc is going to be called Home Sweet Justice. And I'm not really sure what it's going to be about. Which sucks because I think we're recording it in a couple days. And um, I don't know. I don't know how Akari Warriors it'll be now. <laughs> I mean, that's a great name to work backwards from. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe making it feel like a finale, making it feel like there's a sense of accomplishment for us and for the characters. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think you've set it up perfectly. We had the penultimate dark episode where things are not looking so great, but we're still buckled down and... Mm -hmm. Now it's going into the final episode. Um, so we do have some questions from listeners. We have a very good question from Keith Galwa, who says, I occasionally forget that this is a TV show, in quotes. <laughs> Our narrator bit something the viewing audience sees. Wow. I don't think I've ever really thought about that. Me neither. My initial thought is no. Yeah. The TV show is the TV show, the Kip Trevor stuff. Because we're playing the game. He's just kind of like listening in and telling the story of us playing the game, right? That's right. the amazing thing, right? That he has to tell people about. Mm -hmm. It's a TV show that we're making. The imaginary audience 
that's watching the fake TV show we're making doesn't know about the narrator. Right. The narrator doesn't have a thing to do with Kip and Trevor. Like, they're not never going to be aware of him. Right. But there is some dimensional overlapping, but not in, but not between the narrator and Kip and Trevor. He's yeah. watching us or listening to us. Yes. And telling the story of us. But if it were a TV show, how would the narrator stuff be handled? Right. Oh, you mean like if... I guess he wouldn't be on it. Like, it's like he's seeing the show from another... Are you asking, like, if we made a TV show? Like, if we got to make an yeah. advanced stage version oh, yeah, TV yeah. show? He'd be like the Crypt Keeper. We would do an intro and outro for the narrator, for sure. I mean, I don't think that was Keith's question, but, I mean, yeah. I think definitely we'd have an intro and outro on a TV show. Crypt Keeper. Yeah, we'd be like the Crypt Keeper. Okay, yeah. All this stuff we did with the narrator for this arc is, like, such a good story. I loved it. Like, mm. can we just talk about Maurice? Sure. And how much, like, we all just love Maurice. Like, it was so much fun to do. <laughs> and just the, the how much the line, you know, you're doing great, Maurice. <laughs> like, how funny that was. All the stuff with Maurice at the end where he's talking about Greece is good. And I feel like the other line that just in listening and editing always made me laugh was just the narrator going, oh, hey, Diesel Doc, what's up? <laughs> After being in prison yeah, for a week. How he just resets all the time. Yeah, and I think his relationship with Maurice, not to say it showed like a softer side of him, but it showed a less despicable side. Yeah, it was the only good thing he'd ever done. Yeah, like he's not, it was still totally just about himself and this and that and selfish, but. But I mean, he can like, like things. Yeah, you know? he, he likes things. He's He doesn't just want to burn and, everything. And he's body positive. Yeah, and I mean. he's robo body positive. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing about the narrator is that he's not from any of this world so his standards of like beauty and sexuality uh, he's are beyond like, any of that yeah yeah that's it has, all just boring, right. boring to him it doesn't mean anything yeah totally so the narrator's cue okay <laughs> if we could get john delancey to be like <laughs> the narrator in our show <laughs> Oh my be god! Great. It would be great because, like, I personally feel like he wouldn't do a great job, and so, like, to me, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> like, that wouldn't be good for the show, and we would get fired as showrunners. Showrunners, <laughs> like Netflix, would be like, they would like come barging in. They'd be like, "We just saw John Delancey's part for like the first episode you're working on. He is terrible," <laughs> and we would be like, "You're gonna have to fire us." You're gonna then. fire us because he had to deal breaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We had a question from Max the Big Bad. And Max is great. Max is the one that made us oh, the, the wiki. The, yeah, that's awesome. Thank you, Max. That is so cool. Uh, yeah, and so if anyone wants to check that out, find that. And How would you find it? You know, we could put the wiki in the show notes. We should. We're putting the wiki in the show notes. Bam. Thank you, Max. Anyway, his question was, hey, what happens when we run out of people to 1642 and everyone on Earth knows about it? <laughs> oh, you'll see. You'll know when when the last soul has heard sixteen four two. Yeah, we've got something planned. <laughs> Don't you worry about that, Max. I know you're not talking about peak sixteen four two because that's a myth. They said we were supposed to hit that in uh, two thousand fourteen, but we didn't. Yeah, turns out it was just a big hoax. So don't worry about it and just keep doing it. Phase two, 1642. <laughs> the clues are all there, Max. That's all we'll say. <laughs> You've seen T2 Judgment Have Day. you seen the Da Vinci Code? Well, just watch it again. Trust yeah. me. Enter it into the codex. <laughs> um, Thomas Jefferson was hiding one more thing. <laughs>
Max, you're going to want to find Thomas Jefferson's bones. <laughs> it's in the bones. He's like digging through all the bones and they're like tossed over the place. And he's like, I didn't find anything. He's like, wait. He said, in the bones. I haven't, I haven't tried smoking the bones yet. <laughs> when the people at the museum ask what you're doing with Thomas Jefferson's bones and you pull the bong out of your mouth. <laughs> that's, what just, that's just when you give them a glassy-eyed stare and just blow that smoke yeah. in their face. If you don't have time for that shit. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be so cool. <laughs> You've got conspiracies to crack. And then you tell them it's just for a podcast. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, well, sorry to bother you, sir. We also have a question from Phil of Canada, who said, I want to know if everyone is doing well and sleeping well. <laughs> Good question. Have not been sleeping well. No? I mean, I've just been so busy. Something I think do. I sleep too much and like I feel like I don't get enough sleep. Yeah? That'll happen. I don't get that much sleep. And I'm always tired. <laughs> are those things related? No. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, yeah, no. We, I mean, this, this last couple of weeks especially, we've just been so, I mean, it's been crazy. Mm -hmm. But I'm actually off tonight, and I'm off tomorrow night. It's the first two days nice. off I've had in I don't know how long. So that's oh, awesome. Like back-to-back? -back? Yeah. That's awesome. Congratulations. Good for you. <laughs> um, okay, and we actually have a couple good questions from Bill. Hey, and, Bill. Uh, one of them he just posted right now. Quick thank you to Bill for doing Diesel Donk. Yes. Totally Excellently. nailed it. Did, did you post those on Patreon? Because those are worth hearing. No, but I, I'm definitely planning on it. Yeah. He explicitly gave me approval to do it. Because, nice. <laughs> of course, he wants everyone to hear it because it's great. <laughs> it's so good. His uh, different versions. And his first question, have Wood or Jared ever had an idea they've really wanted to use but haven't been able to work into the story yet? Like oh, yeah. A, like a character thing or a certain scene they think would be cool. <laughs> Something they've tried to push the story towards but couldn't get there. Dozens. Hundreds. Yeah, like, Wit and I are always giving you ideas. and I mean, but even in the scope of the episodes, mm -hmm. there's a ton of stuff that you guys come up with that's really good ideas that we can't really get to just because of the format of the show. Yeah. And I feel like a perfect example is just the... Um, They're all perfect examples. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, then I'll go with the first perfect example I can think of, Jared, which is the butler tag on the gold. Right. That was a good idea. It just didn't work with like, okay, sure. this has to wrap up. And so I like push it forward. And oh, you mean stuff that we actually do get into the show, but then just doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Well, let's start right. with that. Right. Because I was just thinking, because I mean, though, I, especially back when we first started, because now I do understand the format more. And I understand that it's like better if we don't know what's going to happen. And so... But, you know, I'm sure still I'll just <laughs> at three in the morning decide like something is a great idea. You know what we should do? It'd be so funny. And yeah, Trevor got a dog. And yeah, the dog is like a pit bull. And like he just kept peeing everywhere. That'd be so funny. Hold on. We wait, I'm writing that. this down. <laughs> I feel like it took a while to kind of sell you on the idea that we were playing a game and that it was worth it. Because you were always just like, oh, nah, we don't really need to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I was more just like, oh, yeah, whatever's funny. We don't need to give a shit about the game. You know, but now, now I understand why they, the game way works better. I know when we were doing the first arc, you would post like a conversation between like Kip and Trevor. <laughs> like, oh, we should do this. And it's like, well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They're, they're all still somewhere. I would just do these long things, usually at three in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Of just, uh, you know, because those are just fun. I just do them anyway because mm -hmm. they're yeah. what I like to do. Everyone has a lot of great episode ideas. I think a lot of those ideas will work great for the game. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be fun. 
you guys just being players isn't the best division of creative labor. Yeah. You know? Is this the first time you mentioned the game? Like, do people know that that's a thing? I don't know. We we're we've talked about it hey, on everybody. Discord, and there's a Discord channel. About, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, yeah, we've done it there. Yeah, we have a Discord channel for the Sage and Shoot game. We're making a advanced Sage Brush Shootouts video game. It'll be a 16-bit Final Fantasy JRPG-style <laughs> game um, where basically you play a member of the DFWTF, and you'll be able to swap out party members like Kip, Trevor, Ramus, Blu-ray, Marquet, Harvell. Yeah, MRK. Until we hard pivot and make it a Fortnite clone. <laughs> yeah, when we sell out. And another question from Bill. He said, you mentioned the actor who plays Trevor in this episode. <laughs> yeah. So if you had to, who would you cast as Trevor and Kip? Damn. Good question. Who would you cast as any other character? And like, we, we, can, we can cast Hollywood A-listers? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, the, I imagine they're relatively young. Can I cast uh, any A-listers from any time period? Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Old Jesus. <laughs> well, Jesus Christ, obviously. <laughs> um, gosh. <sighs> hmm. John Leguizamo is Kip. <laughs> uh, I feel like Brad Pitt is too, like, cool and likable. Like Trevor kind of needs to be a dick, but he needs like Brad Pitt's like young physique. <laughs> right. But I, I don't know if Brad Pitt could pull off the role, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like Trevor would have to be someone with like a bit of edge, you know, like somebody who's an asshole. And I still like the idea that Mads Trevor... Mickelson. Mads Mickelson. For Trevor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Young um, Mads Mickelson. Uh, you know, we got CGI these days, so Mads with uh, Brad Pitt's young body. <laughs> I'm happy with that. A young Mads. Oh, no, a de-aged Mads Mickelson. A de-aged Mads Mickelson. (laughs) With Brad Brad Pitt's young, lean physique. Who do you guys think for Kip, though? Well, Well, the first thing I thought of was just Keanu Reeves. Because I love Keanu Reeves. Mm -hmm. I feel like he could do it really well. Yeah. Cliff Burton. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh. I feel like that'd be great. That's settled. I mean, he'd have to get a trainer and bulk up a little bit, but uh, I think Cliff could kill it. He's dead. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he could yeah. when he was alive. Yeah, I mean, dead. we can we can cast dead people. It's fine. <laughs> I just think Cliff Burton's got the greatest face all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean that is okay. Well, I'll wow. say Cliff Burton's face on a young <laughs> yeah. Brad Pitt's body. Gotta, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> and I, well, I would just say like it doesn't have to be Brad Pitt. I don't really know what Brad Pitt's body I'm trying looks to think, like because like I mean, I, I first thought I'm like, a, oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, but he's too big. No, you need somebody like just like male models. Yeah, like male model size, like like cut lean. We need like dudes. male. Yeah, we need like underwear models. Right. Like we need underwear <laughs> models, and then we're gonna just. Put heads on them. Yeah. Dudes who, like, you want their shirts to get ripped off, you know, and stuff like that. But the face of Cliff Burton. (laughs) Okay. And this is great because I feel like that makes it cheaper because they don't ever have their face on the screen. Right. (laughs) They're objects. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That's showbiz, baby. And how about any other characters? Gosh. I think for uh, Donnie, it would just be um, Joel Hodgson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of similar to the character he did I in know. Other Space, but he did it so well. And no one's watching Other Space. So, yoink, that's ours. Yoink. Or that other guy from Other Space, the guy that's like really weird, the um, oh. the clone, clone baby guy. Yeah. 
Also, people should watch Other Space if you haven't seen Other Space. It's really hard he would, to watch. He would be good, too, as yeah, totally. Kurt? Could we get the actress that played Alex to be the captain? That'd be a nice little homage. Which Alex? Walker. Oh, oh, I like that. And she'd get to be a hard as, you know, the hardest nails badass captain instead yeah. of the... Uh, I always imagine the captain's like African-American. Oh, C.C. Pounder. Hmm. From The Shield. Dandridge? Hmm. Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking now we go with the Tom Cruise face. Yeah. But, you know, much taller. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's for Dandridge. That's, that's the, yeah. That's the other advantage of this body system we have. Well, Tom Cruise isn't going to work. <laughs> Why not? We're Which is the face. face. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just, okay. The, just the big, beautiful smile and the without the weird intensity. What about Harvell? Just the likable part. Harvell. Ooh, Harvell. Mm. Ronda Rousey. Ooh. Wow. Harvell. Damn. That's good. I don't know if she's much of an actress, but she's perfect. That's this it. guy would be a good kip with long hair. Who's that? that? I don't know. From Gilmore Girls. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Luke from Gilmore Girls is... Okay. Yeah. Hard pivot. Good. Luke from Gilmore Girls. Or his body with Cliff Burton's face. Is that him? Face. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, that's awesome. That is Scott Patterson. Scott Patterson will be kip. I think he's a little too old, but... Jared, I feel like you are not understanding what we're doing here. <laughs> um, and so I've come up with my pick for Harvell. I really want Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> you just want to meet Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> I'm a big Buffy fan, <laughs> but she can play a tough character. Yeah, obviously, yeah. I'm into that. And I mean, Harvell is, I, I feel like she's older, right? Like at yes. least like late 30s, if not 40s. Yeah. Like, not quite as old as the captain, I mean, she's been around a while. In my mind, like, she and the captain are old friends and yeah. have, like, gone through a lot together. So she's at least, like, late 30s, if not older. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, and so Sir Michelle Geller is right around that by now, right? Uh, but again, we don't have to worry about time constraints. I'm just thinking. Right. Are you worried about getting dusted if we hire her? Um, She's 42. Um, Perfect. What about uh, Nicholas Brendan as Trevor? Is that the Spike guy? No, Xander. Xander? I was thinking no, Xander would be to, like... put my foot down here. Xander would be a good Tim, I think. And then... Uh, young Nicholas Brandon is... And then I think Tim. the guy that plays Giles as Donnie. <laughs> oh, God, that's perfect. Okay, we, we have to go back and just do this all through a prism of Buffy now, so... <laughs> Obviously, Spike would be Trevor then. <laughs> yeah, right? That's good. Mm -hmm. And I guess, are we saying... Yeah, who from the Buffy cast is Kip? Now Xander, I'm kind of rethinking that because Trevor's bumbling a lot and he could definitely pull that off. Okay, well, I think you guys are totally forgetting about David Boreanaz. Mm -hmm. He's bringing to the table. Oh, yeah. Dandridge? Yeah. He'd be a good Dandridge because he's always like kind of amused at everything. He's a really shitty actor. I know, but that's why he's a secondary character, not, okay. not a primary character on our show. <laughs> okay. Never make David yeah. Boreanaz a primary character. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So James Marsters. God, I really like, want to watch Buffy now. I know. Me too. So James Marsters is Trevor, right? <laughs> I was saying Kip, but do you think he's a better Trevor? Uh, yeah, we could do Xander Trevor. I mean, I think that he is. He has the blonde hair and like he could look very clean cut. Yeah. 
And he also could probably play an asshole really well. The how, bone structure. How's his American accent? Um, <laughs> I think he is American. Oh, really? So, it's it's how yeah it's like how's his British accent yeah <laughs> it's fine yeah it's okay um, uh, that's serviceable funny. oh we're forgetting about Mark Blucas here here's guys, this guys we're forgetting about Mark Blucas who's Blucas Riley season okay four. yeah yes yes I okay I've, I've only seen a few Buffies I'm I'm a little in the dark he's a Dandridge for sure <laughs> yeah and what do you think about uh, Nicholas Brendan Xander as Kit. <laughs> <laughs> Can he be cool? Because Kip's cool. And Xander, I mean, the few Buffies I've seen, he's kind of like a nerd. I think he'd be good for it. Here you go. For like, the tone of the character. Also, he has a twin brother that they used for that one episode when Xander got split. Yep. We could totally do that again. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Kip getting split. <laughs> we just it, mm. copy it 100%. I love the idea of an episode where one of the characters just gets split and we just double their voices. Can we not have Elijah Dushku on there, like, at all? I don't like Elijah Dushku. She, she could be uh, um, Laura Pickron or uh, How about that? someone that gets killed. How about we have her on small character as Laura Pickron? Okay. I was going to say maybe Emma Caulfield, who plays Anya as the captain. Yeah. That would be good. She'd oh, be a good she's captain. she's a better Harvell. And maybe Sarah Michelle Gellar is a better captain. So I'm going to say Captain uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Are you guys good with that? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think the Anya lady is like a good, tougher Carville. Whatever fan fiction you want us to help you write <laughs> for your weird little fantasy. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Um, <laughs> and we were saying Anthony Stewart had as Donnie. Yes. Okay. Uh, what were we saying for Ramus? We didn't have anybody from the cast for that. Um, well, we're left with Allison uh, Hannigan. <clears throat> um, How about Chris Evans? Oh, oh, Seth, Seth Green. Green, yeah. Seth Green. Oh, okay. right. We're doing Buffett people. <laughs> I was just saying, Chris Elliott would be a pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah. He'd be great. He'd be, um, he'd be good Donnie. Yeah. And John Leguizamo is Tim. Oh, yeah. We didn't have a Tim. <laughs> we didn't have a Tim. <laughs> Who's your Tim? Seth Green would be a really good Tim, too, but I guess he's, he's already cast. What about Tim McCurdy as Tim? <laughs> I mean, I think he could do it, but I feel like we're so close to this all Buffy casting. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. I, I, I fought for you, buddy. He did. But, he uh... really did. Tim would, be, Tim would be that guy I like who is one of the nerds. Oh, we're going out of this, the, the main cast. I like it. But they're, they're recurring. There's they like are. a whole arc that's about oh, them. Oh, Jonathan. Do we want to go with Jonathan or do we want to go with... Because um... there's the three guys. That... So you're thinking of Tom I know, Lake. I, I know. Yeah. Tom Lake is hilarious. Like he did it so good. So he's going to be Tim, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are you guys ready for some voicemails? Yeah. Yes. Now this one that I've been looking forward to for weeks now. Here we go. Okay. Hello, I'm Charlie. I'm 10 years old. But you can call me Blue or Ghost, because those are my D&D nicknames. I've listened to a couple episodes of your show, and I really like it. Um, uh, you might know my dad, Michael Sicking. You sent him a ringtone. Yeah, it was cool. So, um, yeah, what I like about your show is I really like the introduction. When the cowboy guy, when when the narrator is introducing what's happening in the last episode and Gil, and I also like how you put your own spin on D&D, &D, like a lot of people 
just um, uh, play in a fantasy world with magic and elves and cool creatures and stuff like that. But yours is special and unique, and I think that's really cool how you make it, like, realistic, like some cops stopping some drug dealers. Like, yeah, I, I think that's really cool. And that's really awesome. So, yeah, as I said, I've I've watched, I've listened to a few of your episodes with my dad. And I think it's pretty cool. So, yeah, I really like your show. Bye. That's amazing. You can tell he's a smart kid. Thank goodness somebody likes the narrator. Because yeah. <laughs> I like it. And uh, also, don't let your children listen to our show. It's full of profanity. <laughs> Unless they're really cool kids. Yeah, definitely cool kids only. That's so cool. Like, that really just that, that made me feel warm inside. Because, you know... It's like I remember being 10 and into this weird kind of stuff. And like, I would like to think that I would love something weird and cool like what we're doing. How do you think he managed to pull off better call quality than anyone that's ever called <laughs> us? I don't know. He wasn't at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's, that's a good point. Genetics. <laughs> good phone voice. Yeah, good, good diction. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have a bunch of friends yelling into the phone at the yeah. same time. <laughs> that helps. Thought about what he was going to say. Yes. That was really cool. Please call back. Oh, shit, man. I'm worried about the narrator finding me. Who knows what he'll do when he comes gets me. Howdy, boys. This is Craig from the Res calling up with uh, birthday wishes. Yes, it is my birthday. Thank you. <laughs> Hold for applause. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I don't have much to say now that I've been chatting on the Discord, but uh, good season, I reckon. Narrator shit's really taken off. Uh, wonder what's gonna happen next season with Steele and his family. Uh, also. A lot of my questions are answered. Listen to that Talker Texas Ranger podcast. <laughs> like Blu-ray, Why the Fuck You in the DF Dubs, <laughs> that kind of shit. And anyways, I figured I'd call in before... Later, bros. That was great. Uh, that was great. I uh, love that guy's voice. It's yeah. Really funny. Happy six week ago birthday. Oh, yeah. Good point. Happy, Happy belated, belated, Craig. Mm -hmm. Happy 21st. The next one is from Sky the Goose Lord. Cool. Hey, guys. Um, I just tried to leave a voicemail and it didn't go very well. So don't listen to the first one. Anyways, I'm Sky. Um, I'm on the Discord of Sky the Goose Lord. You can catch me there. Uh, I, I'm not like drunk or anything, but I'm pretty high, so <laughs> I hope that's suitable. Um, I just have like a few ideas that I think could really like help the podcast. So my first one, number one, 
Uh, I think they should do an arc with, like, Steve. But Steve's, like, dad is actually an alien. Um, or maybe, like, some distant relative is an alien. But he has alien blood, and, like, maybe the committee wants to make real potently 2.0 with it. Um, and the, they kidnap them, and the boys need to get them, save them, you know. Uh, number two, committee works with aliens. Or aliens might just show up. I don't know. Something with aliens. Uh, number three, <laughs> gays. Put, like, gays in there. Um, maybe gay aliens. <laughs> I like that. Okay, continue. Um, my last idea is probably my best idea. Paul, the crime-fighting goose. So he could be, like, a reoccurring ally. He's been specially trained to have, like, special abilities. Like, he can wear sunglasses. Um, he he can honk when he senses crime. And uh, he can, like, party. Um, so hopefully those ideas help. Um, yeah. Cool. Bye. <laughs> Well, that was awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Scott. Great voicemail. Yeah. So, uh, that is good ideas, too. He really wants aliens. <laughs> yeah. So, since so an alien theme. So, I feel like this is something that's going to be easier to do in season two, just like one offs, right? Yeah. That don't have to tie into a season long story arc. Oh, like an X Files. Totally. Like Monst an X Files. Monster of the Week. Inspired yeah. show. Like, yeah. For sure. So, I feel like his first couple are really just that aliens thing i think he said like three points they're all basically aliens yeah that first one was steve the alien blood and they want his blood like that's really good i like steve being because he's weird and he never talks like that would make sense that he'd be part alien and just the whole like his blood would be special that's such a great tropey thing mm -hmm. that would be great on the show i like the idea that steve would be like a conspiracy theorist yeah for sure um then we have uh aliens 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 his next idea mm -hmm. so this is an interesting point, and, like, this is something we don't want to do badly, mm -hmm. and I feel like we probably have done it badly, because we definitely didn't start with any gay characters. So, it's like yeah. a J.K. Rowling thing, where, like, at one point, I realized we didn't have any gay characters, so I made one of the characters gay. <laughs> so, like, it's canon that Ramus is gay, mm -hmm. um, and, like, probably haven't done a good job with it, because it hasn't come up in gameplay. I know at one point we talked about having an arc, but I still have the idea of where basically this is like such a great trope, but like Ramus has a boyfriend who's like obviously a criminal right. or like a con man. He's head over heels yeah. in love with this yeah. bad news but, guy. <laughs> yeah, but he's like scamming him to like get into the DFWTF or for some reason like this guy is actually the bad guy, you know? Mm -hmm. That's like such a good trope. We should just do it totally like subtly whatever, like just suddenly Ramus's boyfriend is there. Never explain a thing about it. That'd be smart. And like I feel like if I've probably like hinted at it in a bad way where like like someone's like Ramus feel my feel my muscles. And Ramus is like, oh yeah. Like <laughs> like like that's just a, like a cartoony dumb version of gay right. that like obviously Ramus can be gay and like not be in love with Kip and Trevor. Right. You know, I mean, they are the stars of the show, so, <laughs> but not that like he would be in love with the straight guy, you know? Yeah. He's in love with his music. Yeah. He's a huge fan of Kip and Kip's music because Kip is awesome. Now, his last idea, I think I definitely want to do sometime, and this goes back to the alien thing. 
the crime fighting goose. <laughs> now, you can wear shades. Yeah. <laughs> I think he said he was Paul, the crime fighting goose. In my mind, this is this isn't like a goose. This is like a um Howard the Duck type, <laughs> like full sized. Speaks English. Yeah, speaks English, wears sunglasses, fights crime, honks when there's danger. Like because he's scared, not like he's detecting it. Like this isn't like a normal goose they're bringing around. He's from another galaxy, another universe. <laughs> or a genetically modified goose. Oh, like an experiment? That's not. Yep. That's kind of a bummer. It is. It'd be it a is a bummer. Life. Does it? Does it wear clothes? Does Paul wear clothes? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Does he wear really nice clothes, like suits? He doesn't wear <laughs> pants. Well, you got to see that tail. The goose is smart enough to know shame to an extent. <laughs> to an extent. Well, I mean, he's got the feathers. You don't see the genitals anyway. He's got his own natural covering. I feel like the clothes is mostly style, like his unique style. <laughs> yeah, kind of... his like cloaca is not going to be like hanging out or whatever. <laughs> hey, quick question. Does he break dance? <laughs> what is he into? Like his music. I feel like he would have to have a song. And I feel like there's no I mean, no he wears way. shades, right? So he's cool. He's cool. So, yes. Is there, like, I he feel like how to get down. we would have to have this Paul the Crime Fighting Goose arc, and he would be, like, the song would be by him and the Goosettes or something. like Or, like, you know, or the, like, a cooler name than that. And we'd have a it, song. It have to be like an old cheesy rap song. I mean, coming at you, I'm Paul the Goose. You know. I mean, his quack quack. Paul's, but Paul's song is the Goose is Loose. <laughs> oh that's, fuck! Okay, it's the that's, Goose is Loose. Great. It's kind of like a straightforward rock song, a cheesy rock song, but he does have a rap breakdown right. in the middle, like there jarringly in the middle yeah. of it. Well, I mean, it's basically Walk This Way with Aerosmith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there we go. Run DMC. <laughs> yeah, so obviously he comes to this world. He's in DFW. In his world, he's a really great musician. He obviously teams up with Kip. <laughs> so it's like Kip's band. Like this is a band Kip has with him. That's what the single That's is. That's awesome. And it's like really like jarringly. Now it's like, now I'm rapping. <laughs> it's like, yes. take, it, take it, Paul. And he gets really into Weeds 2.0. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like taking it somewhere dark. It's good for his feather. Uh, it's not good for anything ab about him. It's not good for his career. It's not good for his it. body. But that's a good arc. Mm -hmm. Well, we're we're getting too much into this. But anyway, <laughs> Sky. Well, it's like a it's like a who killed Roger Rabbit type thing. Mm -hmm. What do you mean? Who well, he's like who framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, yeah, but it's like he's the goose is dead. <laughs> the goose is very successful. The goose is dead Wait, already. Paul's not dead. Well, everybody's hanging out with him in the cold open and stuff, but then he's dead. Oh, no, he has to be in the whole thing. Maybe another goose is dead. Maybe he's like a goose coming to investigate his like friend that's missing. Uh, now you're talking about geese. That ruins it. I think, I think he has to be larger than life and you just get a taste of it. And then he's gone. I it's like, gone. It's he's a flash in the pan, I, and he's oh, gone. You're missing. The, you're like totally blowing this opportunity because. <laughs> okay, Jared, this is where we have the, the goose character that's in the entire fucking arc, and this is Danny McBride. <laughs> this is when we land our big guest. Is when we whip out this. When we get our big guest, that's when we do Paul the crime fighting goose arc. <laughs> We have a chair and a set of headphones all ready to go we for are him right. right over there. So he's just like a really full of himself 
shit talking goose. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Get the, the fuck out of my, Yeah. Like, that rap. The, the, kid, the Kenny Power breakdancing goose rapper. He yes. just got run over by a Daewoo Lanos, motherfucker. Because the goose is loose, y'all. Or, I mean... Darius Rucker. I mean, if we can get Darius yeah. Rucker, he can do hey, it. If we can get Darius. And then it kind of changes the music. He doesn't rap. And he's like, here's my, he's a here's my country. And my plan and I sing country music. And, <laughs> and then it would be like, take it, Darius. And he would have like a country breakdown. Yeah. Just, get the goose is loose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, or Bill Murray. Any, any one of those three. Trust, I mean, trust and Listen, people. obviously, if we can get Bill Murray, he easily trumps Darius Rucker mm-hmm. and he trumps Danny McBride. Mm-hmm. I hope that we get two of them and have to pick <laughs> and, and then tell the other one that I mean, there's we, always, we won't be needing there. There's sure. always Colbert. Oh, yeah. Colbert would be cool. Okay, that's four people. Was, was Colbert not on the list before? He doesn't uh, have the star power he just, Bill Murray. He doesn't have the star power. Okay, uh, Jared, Bill Murray trumps everyone. Figure you get Bill Murray to do it. He would trump. He's a legend. Can we dope Bill Murray's hot dog at a River Dogs game? You could try, but the guy can handle his dope. <laughs> He's really pounding Trust those me. dogs, man. Like it was nothing. Okay. <laughs> so I'll say, Sky, great voicemail. You nailed it. High is fine. Yeah, high is totally yeah, fine. That's fine. You were and chill. You were easy to understand. Yeah, a lot of good voices on our callers today. And next up, we have this one. Uh, hey, I'm assuming this is the phone of Dr. Zip Kimson's. wrote the number down from the sign downtown, but I couldn't quite read it. I thought it said David Cobb. Anyway, this is, I went in for a cold on Tuesday. He gave me medicine. Yeah, I took the medicine, but my symptoms didn't go away. So I'm feeling like really hot, but like from the inside, like a burning sensation. <laughs> And I noticed I smell like smoke, too. Like, it smells really bad. Um, I was wondering if I could get an appointment, like, this weekend, maybe. Thanks. I'm not sure if it was the pills or... It might, it might have been that leftover bongo bucket I found in the back of my mom's fridge. Anyway, uh, call me back. The number's 555-555-5569. Social is 22 I'm 18. I like long walks and mom's been, I love music and just like live in life, you know? <laughs> uh, Twitter handle is at Max the. Ah, shit. Uh, I forgot. Hold on. I'll check and get back to you. <laughs> well, that person clearly was about to die from weed 2.0. That person died. Yeah. yeah that dead. was weed 2.0 ingestion. Yeah. Yep. I hope y'all learned something from that. R.I.P. Max. That was Max. That was Max. Nice. That was funny. And he's dead. Yeah. That's a bummer. Don't do drugs. Or, you know, <laughs> don't do weed 2.0. You can do, like, chill drugs. <laughs> so you're saying do chill drugs. Uh, I mean, if that's your saying, totally, man. Just chill. <laughs> Just don't do too many chill drugs, because then you'll chill too much, and you'll die. And that's a bummer. That's a real bummer. And last but not least... Hey guys, this is Rowan from Baton Rouge. Whit was asking for some Lake 8, Lake 8 fan fiction, <laughs> so I'm writing an episode. I wanted to give you guys a preview. Uh, I had a couple of episode titles in mind, like Czech Primate, 
for Lake <laughs> Apex Predator. Uh, I thought it was a little too silly, so I'm going with the Primatrix Reloaded. Wow. Here's your preview. Sunset over Lake Dallas. A lone banana peel floating. <laughs> a bucket emerges and a hairy arm pulls the peel underwater. <laughs> Behind the mysterious creature, a much larger bucket slowly surfaces, water pouring off of it in torrents. The smaller ape bucket turns around slowly, and then we cut to Dallas skyline and hear an ape-like scream. Wow. So I hope you guys like it. If you want to, you know, option the rights or whatever, I've got reasonable rates for that. But, uh, bye. Fuck. That I don't awesome. like it. No? I love it. <laughs> that was awesome. Sorry, everyone. Let's take a short break. That was just too erotic. <laughs> um, but no, that was great. Thank you, Rowan. That was really good. A much larger bucket. That's I mean, seriously. That was really good. The ape scream. I, I could see it all in my mind. Um, check primate. I yeah, that was really good. I like that one. Yeah, absolutely. Too. I feel like that was probably my favorite title. See, we've already got notes for you, bud. <laughs> so we love your story. Uh, we have a couple notes. <laughs> that was awesome. Those are all the voicemails. Mm -hmm. So yeah, everyone, please call us at 843-284-3566 and leave us your voicemails. You can, you don't have to be drunk. You don't have to be high, but you can be drunk and you can be high. You can also be a kid. You can also be a kid. You should not be drunk or high. Should not be drunk or high and probably shouldn't listen to us. But if you have parental permission, go for it. Uh, you brought something up recently, Wit. Mm -hmm. I've been having an issue with Corvids. <laughs> yes, I uh, have a crow slash corvid infestation outside my window, and they are here to stay, baby. Thanks for inviting me to that corvid fan group on <laughs> Facebook, by the way. You're I welcome. joined that, and they post nonstop on there. Oh, I'm, I made sure not to join that. Um, well, are there any outside I was like, your yes, window? Yes, no, yes, no. No, the thing is, like, we don't really get crows here in South Carolina. Oh, I yeah, mean, I guess um, we do, but... well. Yeah, I hear you saying that, but why don't you listen to this? That's a tree frog outside of Wit's window. It's a crow. Did you see the crow, Wit? Well, no, he gets quiet whenever I go out there to try and find him. And he hides. He Why? hops away. And he <laughs> flies away. I'm listening to this. I this is not where I thought this would go. I I don't know who to believe. Jared's saying it's a frog. You're saying it's a crow. Jared didn't even want to join the Corvid group. What the <laughs> fuck does he know? That's a crow. <laughs> Did you go out there and you're like, I don't know if this crow's just like camouflaging really well like a tree frog or if he's <laughs> flown away. No, he got quiet and he hid in his crow nest. Because crows are scared of humans, <laughs> but they like to taunt us as well. Because it does that every fucking morning. Wit, I'm going to ask you straight out. Did you see any type of corvid? Uh, I, I didn't have to. I can hear it. Just like we're talking that about. We're talking about magpies. We're talking about crows, ravens, yeah. grackles. We're talking about even blue jays. Did you even <laughs> see one of these corvids? Did you? I know that these are all corvids because I follow that fan page. <laughs> yeah, so if your friends tricked you into joining a corvid fan group on Facebook? Well, now I'm a fan. <laughs> yeah. it's, I'm really surprised at how much you know. So yeah, you know, and they they speak crow, and that crow is 
it's saying the end is nigh. It's saying that I was right about that thing that I was worried about a few months ago. And uh, your crow speaks tree frog. <laughs> I can't speak to that. I'm not in any tree frog groups. <laughs> oh, for everyone at home listening. Uh, so, yeah, Facebook thought it was a fucking crow because that thing keeps crowing and Facebook listens through your phone. And I'm just going through Facebook one day and suggested groups and usually it's shit like bass player union, blah, blah, blah. But it just boom right there. Crows, corvids, and uh, ravens. And I was like, that's fucking weird. Like, why would for any re- I don't ever, I've never even typed bird into my Google thing. <laughs> so Uninterested. It, it heard that shit and it was like, oh, this guy has a crow. It, he loves crows. Let's suggest uh, the crow group to him. And I joined it. So I think Facebook and their billions of dollars of technology knows a little more about identifying crows than you do, Jared. No offense. <laughs> Well, I ate a tree frog one time and it sounded exactly like that. <laughs> so I guess jokes so you on have, you. You have real life experience. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess we'll have to leave it up to you people at home. You want to play it one more time? <laughs> tree frog or crow? <laughs> I'm going to get some more recordings. I mean, honestly, I have no idea. I feel like 10,000 fucking things sound like that to me. <laughs> Well, all I'll say is, that's a crow. He's puffing his neck out pretty hard. (laughs) Showing off that coin. He's puffing his moist, slick neck out pretty hard (laughs) on those calls. (laughs) Guys, we don't have a lot of time to spend on this. We should keep moving, but one more time. (laughs) What if it's just your sick neighbor? (laughs) <laughs> oh, I don't fucking care. Listen, we could guess asshole. all day, but if, if you're listening and you know, let us know. Reach out to us. Yeah, please. Someone with more experience than us. Twitter. Or, or Facebook technology yeah. somehow. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Voicemail. Discord, voicemail. Let us know. Tree frog, crow, some other corvid, some other frog. If you're in a tree frog group, uh, invite Jared to it because he's a big fan. <laughs> Obviously, he has a lot to learn. <laughs> um. Right. Yeah. Just real quick. We're we're stage and shoot at all those social media things. You got our phone number, 843-284-3566. And all of our stuff is on the episode links. The plan wasn't to like <laughs> stir this up. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, this is good radio. We're fighting. <laughs> I just thought we would listen to a crow and, and move on. Move on. You know, we did actually mention crows in that sound effects episode. So maybe I do have a crow thing. Whatever. We, right, we should move on. <laughs> yeah, maybe you see crows everywhere. <laughs> a whole pond full of them. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the pond. is lousy Look with crows. Look at those big bull crows. <laughs> Ever since... <laughs> you guys are both right, which just calls them crows. <laughs> is oh, that a tree crow? That's what... Oh, okay. And 16.42. Always. Like and review us and do all those things because we need your help. Yeah. Nobody it knows who helps. we are except you because you're cool. Yes. So tell anyone else you know that's cool or people you don't know that's cool as long as you tell 16 people a day, mm-hmm. four times a day for two years. For mm-hmm. two short years. Blink. I blinked in two years past. That's how. <laughs> Seriously. It's really Seriously. true. It's yeah. true. For those of you that have been 16-4-2-ing since last year, you've only got... Six months left. Your time's really? almost up, buddy. Mm-hmm. And then we'll 
talk about phase two, but you know, trust me, you're killing it and we appreciate it. 1642. And yeah, 1642, I really do appreciate it. Anyone who's told a friend, that's awesome. That's like the number one thing you can do to help us. Thanks again, guys, for sending us your um your questions and your voicemails. We love to hear that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for listening. Research crows. Research oh, frogs. Yeah. Let us know. Got, and if, what do they sound like? Crows. What do they sound like? <laughs> if you want to just email or call, oh yeah, what's our email? Is it sage, sage and shoot, and shoot at gmail? At gmail. Yeah, or at, sagebrush and shootouts. Sage okay. and shoot also works. Okay. You can call voicemail or just uh, shout at us on Twitter and just say crow or tree frog and we'll count up all the votes. <laughs> we'll <laughs> know what you mean. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, also team crow. <laughs> yeah, yeah tweet use the hashtags team crow team tree frog <laughs> and we'll know we'll look at them all worldwide and um, we'll figure it out team crow everybody 1642 we got the nasty money we got the nasty money team tree frog team crow and we might be making a shirt that says we got the nasty money yeah and uh leave us voicemails with your own version of we got the nasty money <laughs> please and more fanfic yeah more, awesome thank more you. fanfic Team Crow, Team Tree Frog. You guys got to let us know. I'm I'm neutral here. <laughs> you know, Devin, there's going to come a day when you're going to have to pick a fucking side. <laughs> and I, you hope can, you, I hope you choose Do you stand right. with the forces of good? <laughs> <laughs> do you stand with the forces of wrong, Crow? Or correct, <laughs> no, Tree Frog? No, 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 wrong, Tree Frog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Crow's or, right. Or, or the brave, noble Tree Frog. <laughs> Strong, resilient, <laughs> not squishy at all. <laughs> Slightly squishy. Jumps high. Hell of sticks to glass doors. <laughs> I'd like to see a crow stick to anything. I'd like to see a tree frog, tree frog fly. Team crow. They can jump high enough. They may as well be flying. Hey, remember all those really cool uh, uh, things they did on Game of Thrones where they used the, the frogs to deliver messages and stuff? And how in the books the frogs actually talk? Oh no, wait, that's not right because tree frogs are stupid. Those were crows. Team crow. Is there another microphone I can drop around here? <laughs> <laughs> what about in Battletoads when all of the characters were all frogs? That's not tree canon. frogs. That's not canon. No, I, 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 don't, I don't recognize that. Don't ever talk about that again. <laughs> Guys, it is really getting crazy in here. Is, things are getting heated. We need to know from you as soon as possible. Only you can solve this. We need to wrap this up or, you know, we might actually get physical in here and it's going to get weird. <laughs> I feel like Jared is just going to slap wit and then whisper tree frog. <laughs> I'm swinging a microphone around. Okay, I have to stop this for the safety of all of us. Just let us know. In the equipment. 1642, tree frog or crow? Crow or tree frog? It's crow. 1642, bye.